Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of the Hurt Trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with a Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Pass Archibald Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. song by Prince, but we're playing for gold tonight here in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer joining you on uh, Oilers Now. Lots to get to on this, the Tuesday edition of the show. Team Canada obviously in action. Tonight's the night for uh, a group of uh, Canadian kids to take on the Americans. Canada has been tremendous in the World Junior Championship so far. Was at uh, Rogers Place last night, 5 nothing. Uh it's almost staggering when you think of the fact that there might have been two players on Team Russia that could have made Team Canada. That's how good Team Canada is right now. 19 first-round picks. Hammered the Russians 5 nothing last night. It'll be a tough challenge tonight. Right now, America, it's unquestionable, has uh, become Canada's... Uh, I guess biggest opponent, and uh, they don't take the Canadians lightly. They love playing Team Canada. It should be a beauty uh, tonight. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, we got a lot to get to, as I mentioned. The Edmonton Oilers practice today at Nate with the World Juniors in the bubble over at Rogers Place. The Oilers will be at Nate tomorrow. Uh, then they'll uh, move over to the downtown community arena for Thursday. Thursday and Friday and got back into Rogers Place for practices um, 
Well, for sure Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure what's happening on Saturday, actually. Uh, I mentioned there is a lot to get to. Um, the team practicing today will tell you that uh, Leon Dreisaitl's line with Yamamoto and Tyler Innes uh, were out at the same time that Kyle Turris with Yessa Pugliarvi as well as Josh Archibald together. Now, I'm not necessarily convinced that's going to be the trio when the season starts. It may depend upon who ultimately becomes available, uh, unfit to play. James Neal, who was in the building down at Nate, along uh, with Dominic Cahoon, who could play a factor somewhere in the Oilers' top nine. Um Gaetan Haas, uh, who is competing for a fourth-line center's position, Devin Shore. Those four players, uh, Shore is in on a PTO. Those four players all remain out for Edmonton at this time. Little early without the full group together. There's there's two separate groups. The McDavid group goes later this afternoon. They were on the ice early yesterday. I'm there basically from 10.15 to 11 each day to watch uh, the first hour of practice before heading back to uh, uh, the house here to host Oilers now which is something, by the way, I love doing uh, in terms of hosting the show. Uh, but uh, a little tough to gauge, all right, who looks good? I mean, Poliarvi, you know, it's early. He can fly. He's big. He's a huge swing guy for this team. If he can even be a third-line play, like that line of, let's just say hypothetically they do go with Archibald Turris and Poliarvi. That could be a, a really important trio for the Oilers something they didn't have last year and dramatically improved five-on-five opportunities for Edmonton, an area of weakness last year. The Oilers finished the year 14th in goals for 16th in goals against, first on the power play, second on the PK. But we all know those power play numbers inflated their goal uh, totals and dropped their goals against totals because they had an off-the-charts season in terms of save percentage on the penalty kill. That's unlikely to continue on the special team, so the team's got to be better five-on-five. But again, a little bit premature at this stage to be saying who is really noticeable. Yesterday, for me, Bouchard clearly is in better shape uh, than he's been in his little bit different body composition. And Poliarmi looked good today, but it's early. Uh, we'll have more of that coming up with Sportsnet Spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. The 7,000 men and women working in the horse racing industry uh, between 1230 to 130. Our ongoing look at the National Hockey League, specifically the Canadian division. Uh, Eric Ingalls will join us uh, from Sportsnet in Montreal at 135 today. Uh, we will tell you that Wayne Gretzky is going to come on the show uh, today in about probably three minutes to, to four minutes time. Last night, John Muckler passed away at the age of 86. Uh, he orchestrated what, frankly, for me, is my favorite Oilers Stanley Cup championship because not a lot of people expected it. The guy was a, a brilliant tactical and technical coach. Uh, Brendan, I believe you have sort of the culmination of the conclusion of the series against Boston way back in 1990. Keekinen, a tower for the orders in the playoffs with five seconds. Dancing in behind the net. Two, one. The champions are the Edmonton Oilers. They have won their fifth Stanley Cup championship in seven years. The Edmonton Oilers defeat the Boston Bruins in five games. They win the series four games to one as they defeat the Bruins here at the Garden.
That, of course, is the Hall of Fame play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers, Rod Phillips, who had the privilege of uh, working the final two career, uh, years of Rod's career as Oilers uh, play-by-play voice before he retired. John Muckler came to Edmonton uh, as an assistant coach uh, with the 83, 84, 84, 85 teams and uh, did a lot of, again, he actually did a lot of the coaching duties because Glenn Sather was the GM and head coach at that time, uh, and he was promoted and named assistant head coach on those teams that won in 1987 and 88. I would suggest to you that, uh, and I'm sure Wayne Gretzky will attest to this, and Brendan, you can fire up, uh, you can give me a little bit of MLK right now if you can do the transition, but uh, you know, John was a guy that was renowned uh, for his uh, for his ability to coach and there's no question, and he spent a long time serving in his craft. People forget this. He was the head coach of the Minnesota North Stars in 68-69. He was one of the top coaches in the minor leagues for a number of years. Had the great success in Edmonton. Went on to Buffalo, where he was director of hockey operations. Later became uh, the head coach of that organization. And most recently, uh, had a tenure of the New York Rangers in the late 90s, early 2000s as well, is spending some time with the Ottawa Senators as a general manager. He presided over arguably the most successful run in Senators history, taking them to the 2007 Stanley Cup final against the uh, Anaheim Ducks. So this guy had a great career, was even a senior advisor for Phoenix uh, back in 2008. John Muckler passing away at the age of 86. When we come back in uh, two minutes' time, one of the players that truly admired him, Wayne Gretzky on Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. The title sponsor of Oilers Now is Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-com restore. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. And within the next couple minutes, we'll hook up on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline with Wayne Gretzky. River Cree Resort Casino, when the province is back up and at them, the River Creek Resort and Casino will be back up and at them. You can always text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Again, our top story today, the passing of John Muckler. And, uh, John obviously had an extended family that spent a lot of time here in Edmonton. I actually think uh, one of his daughters, uh, at minimum, is uh, still here in Edmonton. Our top story is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of uh, no payments and no interest for one year. Uh, That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Again, we'll have Mark Spector coming down the path probably around 1235 today. Specs Appearance is brought to you by... Are uh, the folks horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women working in Alberta's horse racing industry and breeding industry. And again, for me, the 1990 championship, that season that transpired, the Oilers make the trade, the trade the greatest player in the history of the game, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, well, they didn't trade him, as Glenn Sather says, sold to the LA Kings. The Oilers get back Jimmy Carson. Carson had a pretty good year in 88, 89. The Kings come back from 3-1 down to beat the Oilers in the 89 playoffs. I can tell you as a guy living in Edmonton at that time, not a lot of people thought the Oilers were going to be the Stanley Cup champions in 1990. In, in, during the course of that 89-90 season, four games in a year, Jimmy uh, uh, Jimmy Carson pulls a shoot, says he wants to shut it down. Glenn Sather, uh, has to trade Jimmy Carson and ends up 
pull it off and orchestrating a great deal. John Muckler coaching the team, Mark Messier leading the team, and the Oilers going on about a 15-2-2 run, and suddenly at Christmas time, people started to believe that team ultimately did win the Stanley Cup. Muckler with the Oilers won a total of five Stanley Cups. Wayne Gretzky joins us right now. Wayne, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing today? Good. We appreciate you taking time to join us on Oilers Now and uh, specifically to, to talk about the passing of John Muckler. I know you, you uh, had a quote in last night's Oilers release. Uh, perhaps you can educate our listeners on uh, what type of man he was and how important he was to the success of the Oilers organization. Oh, wow. I don't think that... Uh... Over five minutes, I could uh, sort of comprehend exactly what he meant to the city and the organization and, of course, to us as players and as people. He was just a really special, unique man. Uh, You know, we had a great deal of success as an organization until he came in. Uh, The late Ace Bailey, who was very close to John, really highly recommended him to Glenn. and Ace knew that uh, he was a little bit stricter than anyone else. Uh, and so when John came in, he was sort of the uh, final piece to the puzzle that fit with Glenn and Teddy Green. Um, really unique man that loved hockey. He uh, loved uh, coaching. He loved coaching talent, and it was a great fit for him because Edmonton was the perfect fit for John Muckler, and we were a great fit for uh, John. Uh, I know that, uh, and I don't want to take any credit away from Glenn Sather uh, because he obviously was a tremendous coach and a you know a Hall of Fame hockey executive. But was John Muckler, you know, part of maybe the the technical expertise that also assisted you guys in progressing uh, in terms of uh, your, your your preparation and from a tactical perspective how the Edmonton Oilers dealt with things uh, during the 1980s? Yeah, you know, listen, um, sports is really unique, and the right fits are so important. And what Glenn did so well was he was probably the best bench coach I ever played for. He understood who to play in crucial uh, crucial situations. He understood the uh, makeup of pushing players to another level. He was really unique in that sense. And John was really unique in his sense of, being a tactician so together they made uh, such a tremendous tandem Uh, neither one was sort of envious of the other guy Uh, I think they made each other better coaches Uh, we understood where Glenn stood and we understood where John stood Glenn was without question to me the greatest bench coach that I ever saw or ever thought and that includes Scotty Bowman he's right up there with Scotty um, pretty unique in that sense. And John was special in that he could dissect a hockey club. And people often ask me, they said, well, what does that mean, dissect a hockey club? And I remember a little wee thing, like playing Philadelphia in 87, we weren't allowed to dump it in on uh, Hextall's right side because he didn't want Hextall to handle the puck from his forehand. So every time we dumped the puck in, it had to be on the left side. Um, he just little things that made us a better team. And we were like sponges. We soaked it up. We, we appreciated his knowledge. 
we understood his passion for the game, and so did Glenn and Ted, and that's why the three of them work well together. Uh Wayne, I remember I was uh, at one of your practices with the team that I was with at the time, which was Southside Athletic Club, Guy Godowski, who's coaching at Penn State now, and we were watching the pace and the tempo, and Glenn wasn't there. Muckler was running the practice. I, I don't know if Glenn was, because sometimes Glenn was away at those Board of Governors meetings and stuff. Yeah. But, and, and like, uh, you were doing something, and then Messier and, and, and Kevin were just pounding the snot out of each other in the corner <laughs> with sticks, and Guy Kodowski would be here, like, are you watching these guys at practice? And, like, and then it was over. Like, you guys practiced for, like, yeah. 32 minutes, and then it was done. Was that part of what John and, and Glenn also worked of, was the, the pace and the tempo <laughs> and the competition? competitiveness that you guys had in practice yeah it was pretty unique pretty special and uh i think the uh one of the greatest quotes i ever heard from everyone that i was around in edmonton it was always so much fun to play there and we had such a great team as everyone knows and so many wonderful people but rod phillips used to have the greatest quote ever him and jimmy matheson used to say uh, we get to watch 80 games, but it's pretty special. We get to watch every practice, and sometimes the practices are way better than the games. And that's the way Mutt and Glenn were and Teddy. They just they really pushed us to another level. They made us accountable. Um, we used to work hard every day in practice, and I've said this many a time. Um, it's pretty easy to become a better hockey player when every single drill you do and every single shift I was in, I had to go against Mark Messier. And I like to think the same for Mark, that I made him a better player. And that's what was so unique about our team. We were just kids. We were just playing. We weren't worried about who was going to the Hall of Fame. We weren't worried about stats. We were worried, we were worried about genuinely getting better the next day and winning the championship and bringing that back to Edmonton. And that's what made the, the entire group so special. Glenn uh, stepped aside after you guys came back and uh, rallied from 3-1 down in 89 to beat the Oilers. You played them in 90, and Wayne, you're a very modest man, but you were you were hurt, as I recall. You were you had an injury in that playoff series. Uh, but did you got as you were playing Edmonton during the and you know you guys ended up losing game four. I think Murphy scored in overtime. But did you think at that stage, with John as head coach, that the Oilers could go on and win the cup that year? Oh, I thought that that. Great series against Calgary. Um, you know, Edmonton won Game Seven in Calgary, and I remember sitting with my, yeah. and my buddies and saying, "There's only one team to fear in the playoffs this year, and that's Edmonton." You know, the coaching uh, from John and the leadership from Glenn, uh, captaincy from Mark and Kevin. They they were just too good. Uh, Billy Ranford was a tremendous goaltender. Um, and so that's the way it was. But <clears throat> I was so happy for John. You know, here's a guy who came from near my hometown, uh, loved hockey. Um, he used to sit around and tell me stories about Gordy Howell and Terry Sachuk, and uh, he knew how much I loved hockey. Um, and he gets to Edmonton, and John would tell you, of all the things he ever did and all the places he went where him and Audrey lived, they wouldn't have traded Edmonton in for one second. 
from the memories of coaching the players they coached. And I don't mean the superstars and the Hall of Famers, but he made a difference in the life of guys like Donnie Jackson and Marty McSorley and Kevin McClellan, Keith Acton. Last night, Keith Acton was one of the first Texans I got. Um, and that's what made John so special was, yeah, he was unique and he was smart and he was great and he made me and Messi a better player. But all those guys who were on the third line, the fourth line, the sixth defenseman, the second goalie, he made those guys feel important because as hard as he was on us, he was that hard on them. And he just, he was a true gentleman. And, you know, I'd spent an hour and a half talking to his wife, Audrey, and we were just laughing and crying and telling stories. And one of my great stories uh, to Audrey was, you know, we used to sit around the locker room days when we get beat and it was a bad loss. And the next day, <laughs> I mean this in all sincerity, John could be pretty grumpy. Um, he would put us through video meeting. He would talk to us individually. He would run through a practice that was so stressful. And then he'd come walking through the locker room to, to take a shower. And we'd have young Joey go up to him. And all Joey would do is go, muck, 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 muck. <laughs> and finally we'd get a giggle out of him. <laughs> and he would look at me and he goes, this is the greatest city you could ever play hockey in. Awesome stuff. Wayne, we appreciate the time. Uh, it's great we're back playing hockey. Maybe we'll, uh, I know today's about John Muckler, but maybe in uh, one of the weeks upcoming we'll get your thoughts on on, uh, on, this, on the upcoming season. Thanks again for joining us here in Oilers Now. All right, you guys. God bless. Have a great day. That is Wayne Gretzky, who in his final game, his head coach was John Muckler with the New York Rangers. The assistants were the aforementioned Keith Acton, along with Craig McTavish and Charlie Huddy. Charlie's still uh, with the uh, Winnipeg Jets organization, Mac T, over in Switzerland. John Muckler uh, celebrating, and we'll have a little bit more on that, uh, celebrating uh, what was uh, a tremendous life and a guy that... Uh, uh, people that were around the Oilers organization uh, knew just how important and how special he was to the uh, the key and uh, success to that uh, team at that time. Mark Spector was there, and uh, we'll take a, a trip down memory lane with Speck and then hit on uh, the here and now with the Edmonton Oilers and a bit on the World Juniors. It's uh, There's a lot going on in hockey circles. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.